a little bit clunky, yeah. like a little bit tough to, to cast. Magic. It's a kind of magic. 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 Doing that again. Okay, well, I'm doing it again. Do it again. I don't give a Mardu fuck. and Mardu. Boo! Mardu and Mardu. Woo! Okay, I lied. I was doing it again. Yeah, you did it it's, again. Did it again I'm, to start I'm, this episode I'm of so Collected good. Sorceries, a Magic the Gathering podcast. Boop, boop. Uh, hey, how you guys doing out there? In listener land. You're looking good. In, in in the hood. I like your plaid shirt. Oh, thank you. I'm not talking yeah. to you. I'm talking to the people out in the world. Out in, out in the world. In the world of Plastic Beach. Ah, uh, the world of the Plastic Beach. Ah, yeah. So what are we going to talk about on this episode of Magic the Gathering stuff? Uh, we have a, a deck tech. Um, deck tech. One of, one of two decks, depending. Oh. Um, I, I believe it will be... Flip a coin, any coin. My, my red, white... From uh, this past Friday night, Red White to twenty eight, I fell into a pretty incredible Red White deck that I kind of dream about. Red White, Red White with a uh, Hactos the Unscarred, Storm Herald, Storm's Wrath, mm, Wrath. Was it Hero of the Nixborn? Mm, yes, signpost Red White uncommon that makes a man, and then when you target him, the whole team gets plus one on the front end. I know it only too well. Yeah, in fact, yeah. I think I used it to kick your ass once. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> Annex. Uh, the the Dreamstalker Manticore and a whole slew of other fun stuff. Manticore up on the website. Why don't you give people the name of the website so they know where to go to find all this wonderful <laughs> information? All, all, the, all the tasty deck lists. Collected Sorceries 66.podbean.com. Collected Sorceries 66.podbean.com. Where you can find it. Enjoy it. Yeah, now, in addition to a brief deck tech, I decided we should uh, maybe have a little bit of brief conversation about some of the other trading card games out there for people to play right now. The, the, the TCGs? What, TCGs. What, what TCGs yeah, what else is, is popular now? What? The Tissaga community? The Tissagas that the kids are into? Mm, the Tissaga. Uh, I don't know. I've been out of touch with what the kids are into since before I was a kid, but you know. Oh, you're the second oldest 30, second oldest person I know. The second oldest millennial. Yeah. It's like Roy is the oldest 27-year-old I know, and Jay, you're the second oldest whoever I know of your age. Yeah. 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 That's good. So what's popular? What popular trading card games are there in the world nowadays? Well, if we're starting there, I think it's worth uh, che- checking to see. Because there's lots of card games that I know of. But what are people playing? You know what a good way to decide what people are playing? Let's Look see what it people up. are buying. Oh, hell there yeah. We so we'll go to one of my favorite trading card game uh, websites, TCG well, Player. Where's, where's the money I going? I was going to guess. Uh, it's like, it could be Pojo. It could be could be Channel Fireball. Let's see, and TCG Player. TCG Player. Uh, let's see, they have... Takug Player. Takug Player, yes, indeed. At the moment, they sell products for Magic the Gathering. Oh, top Magic the Gathering. Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh my god, people are still playing that! You're damn right they are. Well, you know someone who still plays it, but it's kind of ironically. No. Oh. Just to demonstrate, you know... Everybody thought they played Yu-Gi-Oh! ironically <laughs> until it wasn't. <laughs> 
like, I knew the peanut gallery played it, but I thought he was the only one. Yeah, that he played it just to occasionally demonstrate how broken it was. Mm, yes. Like, like how the, the the bad kind of broken. The bad kind of broken. Not like, you know, I'm going to make, you know. Not un- like un- broken yeah. Matt Hardy. <laughs> exactly. Who may well appear tonight on All Elite Wrestling Dynamite. Yeah, I mean, well, to be fair to Yu-Gi-Oh, though, it was one of the first card games I played when I yeah. was a young, uh, a young buck, so oh, to speak. Oh, me too. It Same has here. some real age to it. I mean, what, we were playing that when I was still in junior high school. Oh, which yes. put that game at being very near 20 years old. So true. Yeah. I mean, it was like, and at the time we didn't, we were like, oh, Konami and Upper Deck. That seems like a pretty good collaboration. Oh, good days. Summers we used to have yeah. playing Yu-Gi-Oh! and Monopoly. <laughs> this is all true. It's because like Konami, they they made Castle, the Castlevania games. They sure did. The Contra games. Metal Gear Solid. Upper Deck knows how to manufacture baseball cards. Yes, they do. It seems hard for it to go, you know, any, any way but right. You got your Upper Deck in my Konami. <laughs> You Konami in my upper deck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, snap. I, I can see we've also got, uh, currently popular here, we've got Pokemon, which Pokemon. is, again, a really old card game. Surprisingly, that yeah. one's still around. Yeah, popular. Of course, the Pokemon phenomena has never lost steam, as no. evidenced by yeah. this past year's blockbuster film. Oh. Detective Pikachu with Ryan Reynolds. Detective Pikachu. I saw uh, Detective Reynolds with Ryan Pikachu. Have all three of us seen that, by the way? No, I, I need to. I have, in fact, seen it, yes. Okay. All right, well, then you shut up. Uh, what do you think, Ryan? <laughs> Uh, I thought it was, um, you know, I kind of felt the same way about it that I felt about uh, Saban's Power Rangers. Though everybody else hated Saban's Power Rangers more than I did. Uh, which was, I thought, this movie was about a 7 out of 10. And the potential is clearly there. And it's less of a, like, amazing, but it wasn't bad. The job was to put it in the universe in a new way that doesn't break it and sets it up. And I think that's what it did. I thought it set up what is inevitably going to be a sequel and the sequel has the potential to be even better. I have to admit, it brought um, it brought the Pokemon to the screen beautifully. It was a world that felt lived in and looked real. Yes. And I mean, it had Bill Nighy in it. Yes, Bill Nighy, that's the, true. The science guy he? No, the no. one from Love Actually. Yeah, the, the, the guy who does all the stuff from the BBC. The one from About Time. He's in the Cornetto trilogy? Well, I know. That's, the one from the Cornetto trilogy. That's the joke that I make, is that it's Bill Nighy, the science guy he. No, that's that's Bill Nighy. Again, you're the science guy. confused. I'm pulling your chain. Bill, sorry, Bill Niggy, the science giggy. Giggity giggity. There you go. Yes, yes, chain has been pulled. The gig economy <laughs> has hit Bill Nye hard. So, in other things that TCG player is carrying, Christmas is all around us. Oh, go ahead. So uh, yeah, apparently we've also got. Okay, this website keeps changing. One second. Oh! The uh, popularity changes. Vanguard this. is apparently uh, on their top listed of uh, items at the moment. Now, Cardfight Vanguard is a relatively new card game oh. uh, it follows well, the maybe, Sorry, maybe six years I mean a new new compared to all the other ones we mentioned well, yeah that, that would be the only things our audience okay. has for comparison at the moment yes it's relative like six seven years relatively well, new probably a third or less the age of yeah. the other ones yeah uh, if we want a real new uh, new card game we've got Dragon Ball Super I'm pretty oh, sure that yeah, game's yeah. only two or three years old oh man I, I mean, love me some Dragon Ball I mean Dragon Ball Super specifically because I, I remember the Dragon there, there are other Dragon Ball card games that are I finally caught older. up and watched all of Dragon Ball Super so I'm ready for this card mean? game Dragon Ball Super not as good as Dragon Ball Z but then again few things are yeah it's like you know a lot of people are like I like Dragon Ball's earlier stuff better I like Dragon Ball's earlier albums better yeah a lot of people like the original Dragon Ball yeah. I like the original Dragon Ball as well but so, I, I prefer Dragon Ball Z yeah. Though there was a weird period. There were several periods early in Dragon Ball Z where it seemed like they were trying to go for more of a Dragon Ball-esque tone. Yeah. Like, they ran out of ideas. They're like, let's do this saga called Garlic Jr. 
It's like, man, I'm, I'm hungry. Are you also hungry? Yes. Why is the name Garlic Jr.? Because I'm hungry. Yeah, they eat some Wendy's and watch The Dead Zone. <laughs> Wendy's does not sponsor this podcast as of yet. Or, or The Dead Zone. But if they would like to, Wendy's is delicious. And they now have breakfast. Call me. So apparently there's also uh, card games that are being sold here called Future Card Buddy Fight. I am familiar with Buddy Fight. Buddy. And, oh, Weisschwartz. I didn't realize that was big enough outside of our local community to warrant a notation. The local meta. I mean, you know that the uh, the store that is Fulgus adjacent um, is is the distributor, is the, you know... Holy crap, did you, did you know they have English versions of the Weisschwartz cards now? Uh, yes, it never came up. When did that happen? Uh, sometime, sometime between 2000, I believe sometime between 2015 and... 2000 and now. All I know is I remember playing Weisschwartz back in the day with when one of the first couple sets came out where I had to print up translations, cut them out, and put them in the sleeves with my in cards to be able to play. Oh, what a time to be alive. That's an excessive amount of effort. That's why I stopped playing. Yes, I believe it. Literally that, that reason. I absolutely believe it. So, I mean, it, it's good to know that uh, Magic isn't the only card game out there. There's plenty of things you can play out with your friends. Mm. Um, and I have to admit uh, that some of the last couple kind of blur together for me. I guess there's a bunch of anime-inspired card games out there right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's... Um, there's I would not be surprised if there's a, a Can Cole... Or, sorry, a Kantai collection. I think there's a Can Cole deck for Weisschwartz. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a number of other anime card well, f- games. From what I can tell, um, uh, Future Card Buddy Fight... Also uh, has sets named after assorted anime. Uh, yeah. Dragon Ball is straight up an adaptation of an anime series. Yeah. Uh, Cardfight Vanguard started off as a ploy or as a ploy to sell an anime and manga. I mean, yeah, it I mean, seems like a lot of those characters in Cardfight Vanguard. What is it? Uh, Big Big Pineapple, I believe, is his name. But there's a pineapple who is also a DJ and has shades. I believe one of those cards in one of those games I did see actually Edward Elric from Full Metal Alchemist was a card in oh, the yeah. game. I think that's yeah. Weisschwartz. Weisschwartz yeah. yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So, I mean, th- that brings up an interesting question. Yeah. Is uh, Are we ever going to get a, um equivalent, maybe a, a uh, card game developed by Western designers that has a, uh, a bunch of, uh, say, Marvel characters or something in it? Gwent! Oh, wait! Wasn't there a versus Marvel card game way back when? Whatever Perhaps. happened to that one? There was. I, I played it around 2003, 2004. Whatever happened to the Man of Steel? The the Milkman of Steel. The Milkman the, of the, Steel! The Paper Man and Evening DC. You miss your old familiar issues waiting at, at the local comic shop. Paper Man finally defeats his arch enemy, yeah, Rockman. So apparently, apparently the versus system card game, first developed in 2004, is... Yeah, it's still being printed. It continues. That makes They're sense. still versing. Yeah. The war continues. Yes. We're Marvel and DC. What do you know? Hello, I'm a Marvel. And I'm a DC. I'm a DC. And I know that one, one card game I've dead. seen Ooh. played is UFS. That's still around. I'm not enough. That's Ooh. true. Copyright. He's Copy. a mental case. Copyright dead. Music's not his thing. Copy. No, so I wrote the thing. I'm so talented. How long has that been going on? A little while. Okay. What, well, what the, the the guy that was done by the Goblin blogging guy, right? Yeah, I think so. I, I haven't watched that in a long, long time. Welcome I used to watch all those videos. Goblin blogging, where Goblin. we date ourselves on. I know, welcome to Collected Sorcery, where we date ourselves by referencing dated internet. Yeah, no, that was a long time. Hey, do you remember RatherGood.com? Okay, Longcat is long. And long lol. ago, that reference was generated. Long yeah. ago, and Lolcat is lol. Long ago, when the when the when the crystal when when the earth was good and pure. And full of crystal meth. There we go, yeah. Mm. There we go. But then the crystal meth cracked. 
So true. Yeah. So, like, were you going for the uh, intro for the intro to Dark, the Dark Crystal, Crystal intro? Yeah. Or were you going for the intro to Avatar? Because it looked like you had both. Oh, a combination. One yes to the first, no to the second. A combination of uh, Dark Crystal and Crystal Methods trip, like I do, or maybe it was a sampling and Labyrinth. And Labyrinth, yeah. <laughs> you mean in fact the genesis for uh, uh, American? Excuse me, American McGee's Alice in Wonderland. Uh, Alice in Wonderland was based on a combination of like. Uh, I think excuse me, I think it was Crystal Method and like maybe Rob Zombie. In the words of that guy from the bar and Search for Spock, Star Trek Three, Genesis. <laughs> what no, do you I want s- with Genesis? Genesis. Uh, what you need a TV show? What do you What, what do you want with Genesis, Con? I have Genesis. Alright, I was just making I a want bunch to of play Sonic. Star Trek references. Because... I want to play Sonic. Yes, I just my mind went immediately into Star Trek V because it's always there. And somebody was talking shit about Cybok the other day again. Captain Kirk, I well, heard I mean, you have a Genesis. Of course, they were talking Genesis. shit about Cybok. He's terrible. He's the best. Terrible. Your pain <laughs> runs deep. Share it with me. <laughs> Kirk, would you like to play Sonic the Hedgehog? I mean, I unironically watched um, uh, the um, the Brood. The other day, so when it comes to crazy psychological stuff and horrible uh, mangled monsters, I can't say much. Speaking of which, anybody out there hasn't seen David Cronenberg's The Brood? That is a movie. Oh, Cronenberg! Oh man, what a film! (laughs) Have you seen The Brood? I have not. No. Oh, okay. You need to sit down and watch that with me sometime. No. (laughs) A wise choice. Roy has a soundboard. No. Okay. Roy, Roy probably doesn't have a soundboard. Yes. Ah, <laughs> oh, pre-recorded answers. So, uh, where was I going with all this? Uh, other card games? Yeah, it's, it seems like Magic maybe that may have been the first collectible card game, but it certainly spawned a lot of competitors and uh, companion games, mm, and yeah. it's outlasted quite a few of them. But yeah. it's, it's good that there's plenty out there. I have to admit, one of the reasons that I'm still up for playing Magic, though, is because over the past 25 years, I've seen a lot of people dump a lot of money into a lot of collectible card games, only to see them six months later in the discount section at my Fulgus. Mm-hmm. People selling selling off the last remnants of a discontinued game for 75% off. True that. True that. Magic the Gathering, on the other hand, I can still find people to play with every Friday. Yes. I mean, if people had to, you know, they would, they would just rebuild magic with business cards with pieces of white paper to them and they would just write all the card information on business cards. Well, the beautiful thing about Magic is at this point it's so ingrained, if Wizards of the Coast literally died then there'd be no one to reinforce the copyrights so people just print out versions of the cards themselves on and poker just... poker card stock. And just play those. So, I feel like Magic the Gathering will um, inevitably outlive yeah. its creators at this point. No so, matter what dies, the magic will endure. That's from something and I feel like it's from something cool. And I feel yes. I feel also if we're talking about card games, I one we definitely don't want our two fans to get pissed off that we didn't mention. Yes, we're aware that Hearthstone is a thing, but because you don't trade cards, it's not a trading card game. It's a, it's a trading deck game, so it doesn't count for the it's, list. It's, don't start with me. It's Digimon. Yes, it's, it's much like Gwent or Sabak. Sorry, sorry. Keyforge is, a, is the trading deck game. Hearthstone is digital and still doesn't count because it's not a trading card game because you don't trade cards. Yeah. That's true. You don't trade cards in Hearthstone. You do acquire them. You also don't trade cards in Sabak. That's that's true. Well, Though apparently you could according to Solo because the cards were physical and stupid in Solo instead of holographic, which is the whole point of Sabak. Yeah, yeah. It, it's almost as though uh, the folks who made the Solo movie did not, in fact, spend hundreds of hours pouring through the Star Wars canon. Yes, in fact, they probably did not spend two hours pouring through the Star Wars canon. 
You're not wrong. I mean, to be fair, it wouldn't have taken a lot of time because when they were writing the solo movie, what was canon and was it enough to, to like go through in a reasonable amount of time? Well, I mean, when we say Star Wars canon, I'm talking about the exp- the old extended universe. Oh, the EU. Yeah, because they keep reintroducing elements of the EU and treating them as canon. I thought oh, that, yeah. that getting rid of it and starting new and fresh would be a great idea. But they decided they're just going to keep jamming old crap that was bad from the old EU in there. So, Well, I like yeah. the stuff from the old EU, but then they've brought it back and they've made it even worse. So now it's just confusing. Okay, all they're I like, know is... All the stuff we put in there that was good, we put it in again, but we've made it bad. Just remember, we're one editorial decision away from the Who's and Vong coming back, so... Yes, I was actually about to mention that. Guys, I was going to very specifically mention that we do not need them back, but we should also accurately know what Sabak is. Yeah. Agreed. It's funny when Peanut Gallery asked what the Who's and Vong were, and, and, and Jay just, like, shut down the conversation, like, just hard lock, just like... Oh, Anakin... You had so many hopes and dreams. Uh, not uh, the Anakin you're thinking of. The other one. Yeah, not not the Jake Lloyd. Although, Jake Lloyd did okay. I understand. He was in Jingle All the Way. That's right. He wanted a Turbo Man. Turbo Man! Turbo Man! Turbo Man! This is not Put the cookie down! Put the cookie down, down! So, should we just make this a musical podcast where we start singing about things? This is a sick world we live in. You know, one of the podcasts I listened to actually did a musical episode. I would love to do six and a half musical all, episodes. All singing, all dancing, even though you can't see it. Collected cool. sorceries. Dancing. Interpretive dance episode. Is that singing or dancing? I don't know. Throat sure. Dancing. Throat what, dancing. That's what is thing. singing but dancing of the mouth and, and associated components? Hmm, indeed. So is oral sex dancing then? Yes. Potentially, which is which is why Seventh Day Advent. Depends how you do it. Ah, got you. Because it looks too much like dancing. If you're doing it right. So now that we've managed to wander off topic, slightly back on the talk, we're talking about a fictional card game, and then right back off talk of a topic ending with me talking about oral sex, why don't we bring up that deck tech? Sounds good. Deck tech. Ethan's um, deck tech. Not what, brought to you by Wendy's. Tell you what, I will hand uh, Jay the... He is handing tablet. Jay the tablet. Don't click away. He's got many tabs open. Some of them with sensitive information. All right. This deck consists of two Arena Trickster. Two. One Storm's Wrath. One. One Hectos. One. One Storm Herald. One. One Hero of the Nyxborn. One. One Annex Hardened in the Forge. One. Two Eroes' Blessing. Two. One Irrelevant Revelers. One. One Dreamstalker Manticore. One. One Omen of the Forge. One. One Infuriate. One. One Satyr's Cunning. One. One Portent of Betrayal. One. One Hero of the Winds. One. One Lagana Band Storyteller. One. One Indomitable Will. One. One Hero of the Pride. One. One Sentinel's Eyes. One. One Flicker of Fate. One. One Transcendent Envoy. One. And two Karametra's Blessing. Two. Also an unknown number of lands. Unknown. Probably eight of each color, unless oh. the balance suggested otherwise. Eight. Yeah, yeah, eight of one and nine of the other. Eight? Oh, okay. yeah. eight, of eight of one, half a dozen of the other. 23 playables. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so I did that. Aroas' Blessing do well for you. That's a card I've seen do real good work in draft so far. Yeah. That was... Yeah. 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 Yeah, you get those cards that you... They're never going to make a big splash in uh, Constructed, but wow, are they great and limited. Draft bombs. Yeah, I think Eros' Blessing, it's a common, it's good removal, and it uh, beefs up one of your boys. And the fact yeah. that it also sets off uh, 
constellation effects means yeah. it gets a lot more mileage than you'd expect for being such an expensive card. Mm, and and what does it cost? Like four? So if you if you mm-hmm. if you get it from your bin with Lagana Band Storyteller put it on the top of your library, you get you're up four life. Yeah. Also, Hactos the Unscarred only got goozled once <laughs> by Eutropia the Twice Favored. Mm. I was pretty pleased. Also, in this format, you seem to get a lot of tall boys. So mm-hmm. I had like, oh, what was it? it? Oh, Hero of the Nyxborn with Sentinel's Eyes, Blessing of Erois, and Shadow Spear. And then That'll swing for some damage. Swing yeah. So it was like him, Seder Token, and the Hactos. And it's like a weirdly like a weirdly shaped board. Wow, Hactos must have been hacked off. Hacking. <clears throat> yeah. It was, it was nice because I think I got to play him on curve in draft, which is kind of bonkers because he's too red, too white. So a little bit clunky, yeah. like a little bit tough to, to cast. A little bit tough. And I got him out two rounds out two. of the three. Yeah. And I went uh, one and two. Yeah. So I got a, a pack and got myself a nice uh, foil atris, the Oracle of Half-Truths. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. There's one thing I love, it's Half-Truths. That's right. Half and half. <laughs> And then a shockingly good sideboard with a Gallia of the Endless Dance, a Temple of Abandon, mm. uh, let's see, Mischievous Chimera. Like, I probably could have gone um, uh, Naya safely. Endless Dance. Hey, since we've got two copies of Gaia the Gallia of the Endless Dance now, I think I need to make that Seder deck. I'm dance, about. dance, Seder revolution. Yeah. It's nice to be able to do this voice so that we don't have to use clips. Oh, I don't know we what voice I was them. doing for listing those cards, though. That was... Hard on my throat. Yeah, that was, that was cool though. Also, I, I just I had to let you guys just go with it because it was amazing. You were easily amazed, my friend. Sometimes. <laughs> Insert joke about going hard on your throat here. Yep. Yeah. So that's that's our deck tech. What else we got coming up? There is an event uh, nearby in March. Oh, March. Uh, that is. Hey, uh, we're in March. Yeah. Uh, it's an SCG. SCG. It's a. Oh, it's a. Uh, Star City Games, I believe that's mm-hmm. okay to reveal. Star uh, City, what city is the Star City? Oh, um, it's it's nearby. Nearby. Are we? Uh, keep, do we keep the plug where we are a secret, or do we just make an effort try to keep this accessible to as many people as possible? It doesn't matter. Oh, fair enough. Okay, then for everybody's <laughs> reference, we're in on the East Coast, yeah. like near the New England part of it. New England. Yeah, it put old England right out of business. Yeah, you damn right. I, I mean, I don't know. We took that tea and we threw it in the harbor. Yeah, and that that was expensive back then. Yeah, it was. Yep, close enough to say, close enough to Boston to say wicked unironically. Far enough away from Boston that I mean, well, thank God we're not in Boston. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, so there is that. There is a GP Reno coming up. GP, which I think is in. In the same month or around the time of our usual convention. And also uh, in Reno. Southern, yeah. Um, so I'd love to be able to go, but if I might not, there's a lot of rambling going on. I'll uh, stop by Vegas. Yeah. And for those of you who are looking out to maybe meet your heroes here at Collected Sorceries, at least a couple of us are likely to be heading to far off Connecticut for Connecticon this year. That's in... Uh, in that's in um, July. Don't worry, though. We won't have a table because we are poor and pathetic. That's why I'll be selling autographs for $75 a piece. Yeah, something you can't get away with if you're poor and pathetic. Yeah. I mean, it, it is not for the lack of trying. <laughs> oh, I'll be trying. And who knows, maybe we'll have a better turnout. Uh, you might also see us this year at PAX Unplugged. Yeah. Unplugged. Unplugged. 
Yes, well, if you want to play German board games against, again, your least favorite people on the internet, well, I don't know, because Logan Paul's not going to be there, but we will. Yeah. We're not the least favorite people on the internet. Oh, I've been on the internet. We're definitely somewhere in the middle. That's kind of the beautiful thing about being on the internet. You know you're not the worst thing there. Yeah. That's generally how I feel about most things in life. It's a low bar. I'm like, you know, I'm not great at a lot of things, but also there are many, many people who are worse than me at a lot of things. Yeah. That's one of the kind of the kind of the fun things about starting to become an expert or even just interested in anything. It's amazing how little you need to know about a subject to know more than like ninety nine percent of people about it. Yes, I don't want to go too far on a tangent, but I will say today I saw somebody post an article about theme parks and something that was happening in a theme park, and they're like, "Oh my God, this thing is happening in a theme park!" And I was like, "I have known that piece of information like, for literally like three and a half years." Yeah, I was gonna say three months. Oh no, way, way longer, way way longer. Whoa. Yeah. Those theme park rumors float around for a long time before they actually happen. I was gonna say they're just they're just ambient in the air. They are, they are it's indeed. Like, if you could have like a like a, a device that would measure theme park rumors. Yeah. It would track them like parts per million. Absolutely. They always come and go. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah. You can measure like the airflow and like like rumors carried on the wind. Theme park rumors carried on the wind. Yeah. <laughs> That's why it feels good to be an expert. And that's why we're happy to be experts here in Magic the Gathering and whatever I'm an expert in. Uh, darn tootin'. Word. Tootin'. Uh, I think that covers everything. Oh, uh, we have a cool I have a cool story in, in lieu of spitting relevant shit. I have a cool story. Although, if we are, I would like to spit some, at least a little bit of relevant shit. Do it. Now, I don't know when the, the audience is going to be listening to this, but right now, America's starting to, begin, uh, starting to deal with the... Uh, uh, let's see. We're going to call it the panic sur- uh, surrounding the emergence of COVID-19, the disease caused by the coronavirus. Coronavirus. Some of the lessons we're learning from this are ones that you might want to remember, because any any normal flu, cold, or what have you can be kind of unpleasant. Yeah. If you're a card gaming geek like us, you spend large period, periods of time oh, in small man. dank rooms with large numbers of other people. We're large dank rooms. It's entirely possible. Yeah. The fact is, you need to practice basic hygiene, including regular hand washings, because you're going to be touching the same things as a lot of people. And it only takes one person not washing their hands to get everyone else there sick. So do your part. Wash your hands. And if you feel sick, look, skip Friday Night Magic. It's not worth getting everybody sick, and maybe even getting somebody who's uh, immunocompromised or similarly really sick just because you had to get your game in for the week. And now a lovely oh, anecdote about the world finals, the, the uh, match gathering worlds in Hawaii, wherein uh, Hawaii uh, tore off Zevran. Wherein tore off Zevran went the first pack and a half or two in red black because the first part of it was a, a draft, and he went first pack and a half or two in red black, and then pack three opens up a dream trawler and completely pivots into the dream trawler and doesn't do super great and then rips the dream trawler into four pieces and now he's giving them away uh, to charity. Which just goes to show, guys, it doesn't matter how good your bo- the bomb you open in pack three is. Mm. Even if you're a GP-level talented player, don't pivot in pack three! Also, never ever pivot away from the red and the black. It is the single greatest Blue Oyster Cult song. Yeah. Also, one of the better French revolutions. And, and the title of Perfect Dark in Japan. Yes. You want to take us out? With Franz Ferdinand. Red, the blood of angry men. Thank you for joining us on this episode black. of Collected Sorceress, <laughs> a Magic the Gathering black, podcast. The black of blackest night. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> if you'd like to follow us on Twitter, we're at Collected Source. S O R C E. I thought we were going to keep doing the loop. Fine, don't keep doing the loop. I'll just take us out. No more lemons. No lemons for anybody. I don't know the rest of the lyrics. I oh my god. Oh, well, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to say thank you for joining us on this episode of Collected Sorceries and Magic the Gathering podcast. You could email us at collectedsorceries at gmail.com. Uh, any other plugs we want to do for anything? You know, go to your local gaming store and go to conventions everywhere and meet people, shake their hands, put your hands in your mouth, get coronavirus, that sort of thing. And uh, see you all next time. Black, the dark of ages past. Red, a world about to dawn. Black, the night, night that, that ends, ends at last. last.